Mr. With a tech nine trying to take mine. You wanna make noise, make noise. I make a phone call, my niggas coming like the Gotti boys. Yeah. Bodies being found on green. Tom McCaffrey. <laughs> How are you? Uh, this is Tom McCaffrey. I'm here with Eric B. Welcome yeah. to E2B. We're, We're back. back Brooklyn. How's it going? What, what, what's the name of the podcast? I don't even know. LE2B. What's up? Um, oh, it's kind of like um, Eminem. He has like three names. Oh, yeah. What are the names? Uh, Eminem, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers. P. Diddy? Yeah, or like that. This podcast is kind of like P. Diddy. <laughs> and um, it's also like Game of Thrones, where each character, had like, they call them by like three different things. Ryan, <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah, it was the Queen of Dragons or something, the Mother of All Dragons. Yeah, I mean, it was already like so confusing enough. Like when they would do that, it was just like very hard to follow. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of people do that have like a lot of different names. Uh, did you have a rap name? Yeah, I did. What, what was it? Um, LL Cool J. <laughs> it was not the most inventive name. I definitely would have <laughs> used another name. It was uh, TMC. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, people yeah. always get it wrong. They they thought it was TMZ. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. You know, I I probably could have come up with a better name. You can make noise; it's fine. Don't worry. Um, yeah, you, you see, you're very relaxed now, right? Because you're out, you're out, you're out in Long Islands, right? You yeah, I'm out in East Hampton, so uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, not being. How is it in the city? Really hot? Yeah, it's it's pretty damn hot. Is it out there? Is there a lot of uh, is there people out there or no? um you go to the yeah beach? no not really I, I went to see a movie last night it was there was like no one there i at uh, first i was in a movie theater and since this whole thing which happened. movie um it was uh, a quiet place part two. Oh yeah i want to see it. it was a good it was even quieter this time <laughs> um yeah it was a thing that was like right back into like the shittiness of movies when you go to movie theaters it's you know, it's a movie where it's quiet most of the time, or we're sitting near these two dudes who are just like whispering and like eating the whole time, eating really loudly. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like I hadn't been to a movie in like almost a year and a half. And it was just like already like, oh yeah, I hate this. Because, and there was like no one there. And it was like, of course, these two idiots. Yeah, I think I remember that for the first one when I saw it. Like, you know, everyone in the theater is very quiet. And then when you hear someone eating, it's like really, because I don't know if you normally hear that so much uh, in a regular movie. Yeah, it, it's quiet a lot, I guess. I mean, it's good. It's sort of like the first one again. Um, right. The guy, John Krasinski, I guess everyone loves him. I was saying he kind of annoys me. I don't know what, um, but yeah, so it was good. I don't know what that's no because that movie actually made money it was like the first movie to kind of make money after the pandemic yeah it's good um so yeah there's a few things um yeah well so you you told me right before so this guy jeff singer this comedy guy got in trouble yeah so if people don't know jeff singer i guess is like the main gatekeeper for the montreal comedy festival which is the comedy festival and if you yeah. kind of make it there, you, you I mean, you used to be on that thing. And if you did well, you'd get a sitcom the next day. But now it's more like your career is in a really good path. Yeah, it's like good. Yeah, but it's it became, um, I think it, what started to become is it, it kind of became more run by just like the managers and agents. Like it was a lot of like uh, pulling strings. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of that 
back that you know back in the day but now i think it's very like i think it's hard to even get into it if you don't have like a manager already which is kind of like stupid because the whole point of it was kind of like to break new people right um, and then they started a thing where it was like unrepresented people that there was right. like a category and it was kind of like but then it would seem like those guys were actually represented because i would remember talking to them like oh you're in the unrepped and like yeah i have representations so i'm like i don't I, yeah I, I don't know it's just like i think it was like a kind of a thing for them to um because they're doing the auditions right now i don't even know how you you auditioned once for that right yeah so jeff singer i never knew him real i mean i he never liked me and he was always like um i i don't know like for, he he booked a room back in the day called luna lounge and it was oh like, he was the booker I, of that yeah, it was him and someone else, and the, the this woman who was actually kind of was like was was all right. Um, but I think I don't know. He just like didn't like me, and he's he wanted, and that happens with like a lot of people in the in the the, the industry and comedy is like if they don't like you from the be you know the beginning, they just never like you, I guess. Right. Um, and so, like I did Luna once. And he was just like such like a he just was like a jerk. Like I remember like I did it and I like killed. And like afterwards, you know, he's one of those he's one of those people like he has to say something horrible to you after or something bad. Like he was like, Yeah, next time I want you to do new stuff, you know, or something like that. And I was oh. like, Okay, so what <laughs> it's like I've never been here. Like you're yeah. like acting like I'm <laughs> rehashing all my material here. Like it's just like and, and it, I it think was one of those things like he couldn't attack how I did because I did well. So it's like he had to kind of act like. Yeah, um, I, I think that stuff is creeping back because I think back then, you know, people could be like shitty and you could just kind of get away with it because there was no social media and anything like that. Right. But now um, and just, you know, you, people talk. And, uh, well, and also like you're, you're about to tell this story, but I was saying like, He's a guy who kind of was one of those people who treated people really badly for a long time and there were no um, consequences or repercussions. Right. So it's kind of like that's the dangerous thing now. If you've built up this rep of treating people badly, if something comes out, it's like everyone's <laughs> waiting for you to go down. So, I know. Um, when you told me, like, when you, when I asked if anything's going on in comedy and you were like, what did you hear about Jeff Singer? Immediately, I was like, "Oh yes," <laughs> I was like, "Oh yes, please." <laughs> so I auditioned for it once. One time, he let me audition, and it was like I did well in the first audition, and then they never called me back. They never let me audition again. It was yeah, you like, didn't kiss. You didn't kiss kiss his ass correctly, or kiss the anyone's right ass. Well, the thing is, like, I ne I never really had an opportunity because I never really knew it, but I never did anything wrong to him. I just kind of like he just didn't like me. And he was always a prick to me. Like, I remember one time he like I was doing a show at some place and I like killed and I was coming off stage and he was like standing right there. And like, I know he was in the room and I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And he was like, and I, I literally was walking off the stage. Yeah. And he was like, hey, what's up? Oh, are you going on tonight? And I was like. I literally just came off stage doing well. Like, are you like, again, it's like, you're just, this guy's waiting to like ruin. So, you know, he was just one of those guys. His whole existence was to ruin people's uh, like hopes and dreams. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I mean, I think this is some of the good stuff about like social media because, you know, obviously people get canceled for maybe not the, the fairest reasons, but you know, you can't, 
you know, the toxic kind of personality, you know, that's not going to go unchecked anymore. You know, yeah. you, you mean, yeah. Are there assholes in the business? Sure. But you kind of, now they got to watch themselves a little bit, you know, because all the ones that everyone didn't like because no one comes to their defense. So it's right. all, <laughs> and I and do you, think that that happened with Aziz a little bit. I think Aziz, I, I, I didn't, I knew Aziz a little bit and he was never bad to me. He was never really mean to me, but for some reason I kept hearing stories from people like uh, he, like he had pissed off a lot of people. So I think when right. that thing happened, a lot of people were kind of like happy about it. And unfortunately it's not even just that it's like a lot of people are just waiting for someone who's doing well to. Yeah. I, I will say this guy that we're, this guy, Jeff, like he, I, I didn't really know, him, but he just, I felt like he from the get go was like, would do things to kind of like stop me on any, front so i just kind of always i feel like i never had a chance at that festival so no and 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 it's such an important festival and at bare minimum like this guy is in a position where he's automatically going to get a lot of people not to like him because he's going to have to deny people right right so that's a very precarious situation to be in so you actually have to be almost like very very sensitive about everything because if not you're automatic you could just be a a normal guy and you're going to make enemies and yeah. if, but, if, but if you're a power hungry lunatic, you're going to make a lot of enemies. So what's the story that came out? I can't well, wait. I heard I a few things. It. There was one story. Someone said some story where he was in front of because he apologized on social media. And I think the story was something about he might have was cavalier, cavalierly saying the N word uh, in front of a bunch of comics. Uh, I haven't found that, but that's what someone told me. And then this guy, Mayron um, Pahagi, uh, he's a funny dude. I don't really know him, but he's like a he's a gay comedian. And uh, he on Facebook fucking unloads, just unloads on it. it is, What's his name? Uh, I, I just Mayron. He's at the cellar. Mayron Kahagi. He's a funny dude. I mean, I've seen. What him does before. he say about him? <laughs> well, it's very long, but I'll I'll. Uh, Chop is it, it because down. of the n-word thing is that what he's no he was just saying he, he was just saying and uh about his uh, experiences with the guy years this is what he said part of it years ago when i auditioned for him full disclosure in my 13 to 14 years of comedy i've never auditioned for him three times oh i've auditioned for him three times and when he when he saw uh, Jeff Singer saw this guy Mayron, he said, "I've seen gay before, like my perspective, my angle, uh, any uh, specific, uh, specificity to my person was lost on him." He told female right, comedians right. Uh, of mine that they were too masculine. He's had business dinners with female comedian friends of mine, and literally only talked about formal 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 model at the table uh, and then later on he goes um where he's like this guy's a tastemaker um there's going to be a lot of stories coming out about him oh here it is the stories about this douche go way back and there are me too stories lingering about him that i only tend to hear when i'm when drunk so i can't really report on them but you know with this stuff when one person comes out you know yeah, he like looked, that guy, Jeff Singer, looks like a Me Too. Right. But you know, there's going to be like tons of stories about this guy. Yeah. You know? And it, the thing is, and the, that's the problem is like when there's such a prick for still. And I, that's the whole thing with like the whole Me Too movement when people are like, what is this? Why can't we just, you know, 
why is everyone so mad? It's like, this has been a thing building up for like years, like in Hollywood and showbiz of like, and you couldn't say anything because they had all the power. And like, if you said anything, they would just kind of like, I think what happened with me with that guy is I just, he, he was such a prick early on. I just sort of resigned myself to like, I was like, look, I, I, this guy doesn't like me. I'm not going to try and get him to like me. There's nothing I can do to get him to like me. So, yeah. And I, and then like, I remember like, God, who was it? Someone was like, well, you know, you got to do this and you got to do this to get it. And I was like, fuck that guy. I don't like, he's just an idiot. I was like, yeah. I don't want and, 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 be, and, and especially before like TikTok and where you could make, make yourself a star, he was a legitimate kingmaker. Like he, that was the way in comedy to become a star. That may have been like one of the only ways. I mean, that th- th- there was that and Aspen. Those were the two big ones. Right. And then they got rid of Aspen. Right. So, so that only Louis added- C.K. was jerking off. Her there. Right. So like, that's what was going on there. Like, it's like, so, um, I, uh, so, I, but the, here's the funny thing. So, um, he did resign, uh, a singer, which I knew. Cause when someone told me the information about this, I saw the post and I saw everything and I texted back. Oh, he's toast. And within an hour, there was like, he res- resigned. You know, and he'll he'll probably be replaced by someone. I'm sure the new guy's going to be great. Yeah. Well, no, you know, it's not a new guy, Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) I guarantee it's probably not even going to be a guy because if there's me two two stories floating around, you know, women comedians have legitimate beefs in comedy and guys like that make it much worse, you know, where they they want him to look a certain way or they're trying to fuck them. So. I don't know who replaced this guy, but I can bet you it's probably going to be. Some, and that should be, you know what? Because this guy, maybe you don't need a fucking white dude who's an asshole to running this stuff. You know? I know. It, it was just like, and yeah, it was. That was the thing for so long. Like the, there were these gatekeepers and you couldn't. There was nothing. I mean, I feel like in comedy, there was like three people. And if they didn't like you, that was like it. Right. So like, um. I uh, there was something else about him that I was that I was going to say that uh, I can't remember what it was, but he, um, yeah, I, I definitely had, I'd always heard bad things, and like my experience with him was always just really horrible. And I feel like I'd, I, I guess when when things kind of started getting out of, oh, what I was going to say is that once Aspen was gone, he already had so much power, so it was like he must have even been you know, must have like pumped him up, inflated his ego even more because he was like, oh, now I'm the only guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because without Aspen, it was like, oh, well, now this is it. So right. Oh, I was I, gonna say, what, what I was going to say is there was someone else who was kind of one of those Aspen and like Montreal, like gatekeeper people. And she was a woman. And I, I, I had a thing where she was really nice to me and I didn't really know her. And then like, she kept kind of contacting me and she was like trying to get me into Aspen and stuff. And then, um, she one night was like, Hey, you want to get a drink? And I was like, yeah. All right. Cause I thought I was like friends with her, you know? And then like I showed up and it was like kind of weird. Like it felt yeah. sort of like she was maybe into me, but I didn't know how to. And then we so had, you, a- think if you think if you a banger, you would have gotten in. Well, and then what happened was after that moment, she kind of just stopped like talking to me, like I would see her at shows and stuff. And she like, would just kind of be really like short with me, like, Oh, hi, hi. And then like, but she had been so like, she would email me all the time. She'd be like, you're so great. I want to get you in this and this. And then, um, 
it was just kind of like that was over. So it wasn't like a real, but I mean, it's kind of like a me too ish thing because it's like, yeah, it's a reverse thing. It like stopped. She like stopped my momentum and things because I right. just, it clear. It seemed like I wasn't going to sleep with her. So yeah. But if you did sleep with her, you think things would have come out differently? I don't know. I mean, I think the worst thing, but see, the thing is like with guys, I feel like guys have the more of the thing. If like, if that had happened to me, I feel like everyone would have been like, and if I, if that happened to me and I didn't get anything, I feel like people like guys are just like, Oh yeah, too bad. You idiot. You know, and I'm just <laughs> like, Oh yeah. But like, like when that happens to a dude where they sleep with a woman to get something and maybe they get screwed over, it's kind of not taken as seriously. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like guys are looked at as like, well, you'll just bang. It's just kind of a bad, you got to bang someone you weren't into. <laughs> but with women, I think it's more like it's presented as more traumatic to them. It probably, I think it happens a lot more. On oh, that of end. course. You and know, some guys like, don't even like probably are like, oh, I get to bang a woman and get get a sitcom you know or right like it's kind of, i think i had a joke about it. like it's like if there was some woman that was really unattractive it was like if you sleep with me i'll make you spider-man and then like i banged her and she didn't make me spider-man i would tell my friends that and they'd be like oh man you're so stupid you know and i'd be like oh, i guess i'm not you know and i'd kind of move on like oh i guess i'm not gonna be spider-man but yeah, and, and that was always the thing. I mean, you probably experienced it too, but like whenever I ran into things like that where like like I wouldn't try and get them to like me. I just was like, well, I'll just kind of move on from that. Right. Uh, hopefully he'll get taken down in 12 years. Well, yeah. So it is what I said, which is just hilarious. I just looked up the story. He's uh he was uh just repeatedly using the N-word in front of auditioning comics. I mean I would have just loved to have seen that. Like, was this like a re- like recently this happened? Yeah. Uh, I guess a couple of a, week, a week ago. Like, but even like, that guy, like, he's, he's, were there black comedians there? Not, that guy was kind of dork. He's kind of dorky too. So yeah, he's just like a dorky white guy. Why would he be using the N word unless unless it was like? Well, I mean, he was, I think it's always this case where these people who are around comedy who aren't comedians but they think they're funny and. It could have been a situation where he was like, but also those people also don't know where the line is. You know, they're sometimes really, I mean, this guy should definitely know where the line is, but maybe he doesn't, you know, and he, he was probably trying to act like a badass. I'm not defending him because I think, no, no, I, I, uh, I think you're right. And it's funny because um, I've thought about this before because I've run into it a lot. I'm sure you have where like, there's a lot of people like that, even on the lower end. Like there's another guy that I first met in LA at the improv who was like a manager there. And he was just like, um, really, you know, and I think he was a guy who would kind of like act like he had a lot of power and kind of wield it over people. And he was another one who didn't like me. And, um, and, uh, he, I, th- I think a lot of them are like, they want to be comedians, but they don't have the knack for it, you know? So right. it's kind of like, and I think there's like a resentment in them where they're like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the guy that they all have to like get through. So like, that's going to be my revenge. You know what I mean? Kind of like, this is how I'm going to take it out on people, which is such like a lame thing. It's like, if you're just not good at a thing you want to do, like, I don't know. You're taking it out on people who maybe can do it or actually like putting themselves out there to do it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, so your whole life is just going to, you're going to like, 
like create a life around spite and ruining people's lot. You know, it's just kind of an odd. Yeah. Well, th- there's, I'm reading more about this too, that, that comedian Jen, Jen Kirkman was calling him out. Um, yeah. And then she relayed a story about a comic I knew, uh, Mindy Raff. Do you remember her? Yeah. Yeah. I remember her. So you want to hear what she wrote her experience? Did she like sing or something? She sang and she was, she came out later in her career and it's like, this is her post uh, war skirt, uh, high boots to JFL callback. Afterward, his feedback was, uh, heel would have been the better choice and asked if I had a boyfriend. My third callback years later, I had a music act and I was super queer. Two minutes before uh, the set, he said, uh, we have a gay male act on the showcase. I hope your set is not too gay. Wow, this guy. Yeah, like he was like that. He would just say things. And that's what's so horrifying is he would just get away with it. Um, right. No one would say anything and no one would. And everyone, the, the one of the worst parts, everyone would just put up with it. Like, well, that's what you got to do. You got to be friends with this guy. And it's like, but he's the worst person in the world. Like, why yeah. would I? Yeah. And I think he also is like probably saying things that, I know bookers and everything think, but you shouldn't say like, I know like bookers, women, female comics have told me that like a booker will call them up and say, hey, I need you on the show because we don't have a female comic, you know, and that's right. not even something you should say. <laughs> right. Why do you need to say that? Yeah. And then it's like, it's always like these guys are the the, the most mad about the, this whole me too era and stuff right. and, like, and cancel culture. It's, it's like famous people are these horrible people because it's. I think that they really have it in their minds where they're like, "This isn't fair that like I this business I'm not able to just get away with doing whatever I want anymore." Like, how is that like fair? Like this, right. I went into this so I could just like do be a total prick and harass people and ruin people's lives. Now I can't do that. Um, and I can guarantee you also that he probably talked like that. And probably one of the reasons why he thought he could is because there were probably a lot of comics around, just in general, and they probably always laughed at everything he said. I guarantee you that's oh, one of those. Because, yeah. you know, it's the kiss-ass laugh. So that probably encouraged him more. Where He's like, oh, the comics are laughing. But he didn't realize right. why the comics were laughing. They were laughing because they wanted JFL. <laughs> I see it on every level. I see it now yeah. with, like, the lowest level where there's people who, like, have shows yeah oh my god everyone is just kissing their ass you know it's just like but it'd be like the worst person in the world um there was one guy the same guy i'm talking about who i met i like was dating his roommate at one point this one guy who's like a total like guy like that and like when i sometimes when i'd go there he'd he'd be there with like five comedians just like hanging out there right like or there'd be people there. Like one time I went there and some comedian was like fixing his computer, you know? And like, <laughs> I was just like, do you think these people want to hang out with you? It was almost like weird to see. Cause you could tell these comedians were like trying to put in their time. And what was right. so funny is like, I was dating his roommate and I just like never ever went out of my way to talk to him because he was so annoying. Like I would just go right to like, the girl's room, you know, cause he was just such like a, so I put no, cause it was like, he, he just was always like a prick to me. So I was like, I don't want to like, be, but it was so weird. Like I would see that, like, they're like, really, you want to hang out with this guy? Really? Yeah. They'd be playing like board games and stuff. And, and I could see it on their faces. These comedians, they almost looked like, like piss. Yeah. 
hanging out with this guy. Well, I can, I can, I can tell you, like, because I, I, I book, you know, some shows and, you know, it's like you see, you know, I don't really like people will, I'll run into a, like a younger comic and they'll be kind of a dick. And then all of a sudden they'll find out you run some shows and right. they act completely different. And those, those guys, by the way, I, I wouldn't, I never put on because I, I want people who actually talk to you like a human being before they know, know. who you are. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm like that too. I'm worse when, when someone's shitty to me and then they're nice to me after they feel like they should be, I'm yeah. like, I hate them more than someone who would just be shitty to me all the time. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, you know what they're doing. Just stay. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's so transparent. It's like, really? Like, I, do you really think I'm like no one's, but then like people like this guy, Jeff Singer, like they won't see it. You know what I mean? Like they'd be like, Oh, I guess they like me. And I do think it's part of them. Like they they clearly have no personality or anything. They're not likable. So it's their way of getting friends you know right um, it's all revenge i guarantee you he had like he had a put upon young life and now this is his way of yeah he's a fat kid growing up or whatever right. i don't know there was another guy who used to book like a really hot show and he was a younger guy and like i heard some stories someone told me about like he said he like raped some girl i mean it was just awful oh yeah oh yeah i remember yeah and those guys like he basically said it to someone I knew, and he was like, "Jeez, wasn't that Aaron Glazer years ago? Wasn't that guy?" It wasn't him, but it w- he was one of those guys, right? Yeah, I mean, but you see it now more than ever because all these younger comics now, everyone has a show, like because of these outdoor shows and stuff. And you know, you talk to them, and they're just some of them are just crazy. Like because I when I book shows, I don't book my shows more than really more than a few days out. You know, because I it's just I, I find it annoying anyway. And like, and then you call, you know, you you would hit up other bookers, and then like these dumb shows on our on, under a bridge, and they're like, yeah, I'll give you a spot in in uh, August. I'm like, dude, you know what? That, that's not. Yeah. Just, just wait. Just wait till you can book me before you book me. That's not a real right. booking. Because first right. of all, if I know from booking shows, you book someone that far out, that's not a real booking. Because if that guy has, gets anything bigger he's not you know he's not looking at your dumb spot i've had that it's, uh, that's so hilarious it's always people with, like these nothing shows that like book it like four months out i'm like <laughs> i'm like you know what dude just i just won't do it yeah like yeah because i have this virtual show and i was just joking with one of the comics some comic who i knew for a while he hits me up and he's like hey you know uh, can i if it's be could can i do your virtual show at some point uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you a latest tape. And I know this guy pretty well. So I'm like, what are you like, why? So I just wrote back, listen, um, I'll book you. Um, but, you know, it's going to be like eight months from now. Uh, I just made up this whole thing of the things it could. And I'm like, you have to bring like, like three people to watch the show and stuff like that. Or f- five people. Wait, and this was the guy who like was, was shitty to you and then wasn't shitty to you? No, no, no. He was just a nice guy. He just like, I guess he was so beaten down by the way the bookers act, you know? Uh-oh. So, oh, like, so you were kidding with him. Yeah. I, like, oh, I was making, and, and then he like kind of, you know, I, I sent him the text and then he kind of came back to me like, I think he thought I was serious. So I said, oh, you know, I'm joking. Like, this is a yeah. fucking, <laughs> like, yeah, why would I work like, you on a virtual show seven months from now? <laughs> like, that's, this may not even be a thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing when, uh, but the way, because the way he acted showed me how other people treat people like that, you know? Yeah, totally. And I, I, I think I, um, 
I definitely had that a lot, like with just because you, you it, I don't know if you ran it. I mean, I'm sure you ran into it, but like when I, early on in doing comedy, like I kept running into these kinds because I had no idea. I went in just I didn't know anything about comedy or the business, and like just everyone was hor- like most of the bookers at clubs and managers were just like horrible. Like so, it is weird. It's like um, comedy, especially, has a very like. Um, there's just like a meanness to everyone where it's just kind of accepted like oh yeah you just treat everyone like crap like like one time i this is a real story like i i I just moved to la and i did a bringer show and the guy who who ran the bringer show was just some comedian guy he was like oh yeah and i did well and he was like yeah man do you want to do it again in like three weeks i was like yeah yeah sure and he was like okay i'm gonna put you down but he's like but like me I'll uh, follow up with you just to make sure, you know, like, but for now you're like tentatively booked. And I never heard from the guy and the show was like the next night. And I was like trying to, I think I called the place and I was like, he has so-and-so there. Cause he booked me and, you know, he said he was going to follow up and, but he never did. I just want to make sure I'm on the show. And they were like, all right, well, what's your number? And they gave him, I gave him my number. And then like, at like six o'clock the night of the show, the guy had not gotten back me. I got a phone call and it was like the the owner. Oh wow. He was like, who he was like, is this Tom? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. What somebody's like, yeah, what, what what you called here or something? And it was like the club. Mm-hmm. And I was like, You mean the club? Yeah, I called. I mean, isn't that a place <laughs> people can just call? And he's like, Yeah, they told me to like, you know, you said you were booked, but you're calling. You're like, find out about being booked like what's your problem and i was like and i was still like like it it like punched me in the face i was like wait a minute this guy's mad at me like i don't know what and i was like no the guy said he was going to call me he never called me i wanted to make sure and he was like it was some club in the valley he was like you know i know we're not like one of the biggest clubs or anything but you know i don't understand what your problem is man like what, what you know like you're, you know, the guy booked you and, just, and he's basically screaming at me. And that was like my first, this was like a year in. And I was like, oh my God, like what? And like, I was like, wow, this guy's crazy. And then like, as time went on, like every booker I experienced was like that. Every yeah. single one. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, it's a very, the position, I mean, the pandemic was good in that way. Cause all you saw those guys just have no, go from a total power to no power, you know? Right. And you could watch some of their like Facebook posts go from hundreds of likes to like two, you know? Right, right. But now it's all returned and stuff like that. But, and it's a a lot of the power goes to your head because I know from booking shows, like people hit you up and they're like begging. I mean, this is like, you're the only, for some people, you're the, as a booker, you're the only thing, if you're an accountant who likes to do comedy, if they can't get on stage, they're just an accountant. So you're the only thing stopping them from being a full-time accountant. So they're like right. desperate or they came to New York to be a comic and they're not going to, so they're de- These people are desperate, you know, right. and that, that can get to your head, you know, and I, I don't let it, you know, I just, I don't give a shit, but uh, you know, I, I don't, yeah, I try, I try not scary. to. It's, I think someone like Jeff Singer, someone who went in with a vendetta against everyone and then, and then like someone like that, I mean, I'm sure like, but his is next money. level. Cause booking a, com- a hot comedy show, as opposed to making someone access, it's like Lauren Michaels almost like that's the kind of power happens when like that goes away and, and everyone finally can like openly shit on you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all about you. Cause like I said, he was a guy who made so many enemies over the, and like, that's like, I don't know, like, I guess it's one of those things. Why do they have to be so awful? You know what I mean? Why could just act normal to people? 
know, like, well, I think he made the move by resigning immediately because if he had waited it out, the stories would have piled up more. But now yeah. he maybe the stories won't come. Maybe they will, but now he's he's gone, so people aren't going to try to knock him down anymore. Have you or heard they, other? Have you talked to other people who've had stories about him or said they're like? I a couple of people said he was just a dick. That was basically what I got from most people yeah. I talked to. You know. Yeah, and, you know, that's the thing. You're turning people away from this great opportunity. So you should be diplomatic about it, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't that, that's, that's a really, that's one of the best ones I've heard so far. Of yeah. Like ruined. Um, I wonder if like any of these other guys who kind of like were pricks too, or like maybe they're a little worried or I wonder if they even have as much power as they did. They must, but. The other thing that's annoying too is like these guys, it's like they, they, they'll get fired from one job and then they get another job. So it's like, I feel like the entire industry and stuff in comedy, it's just like four people rotating to the same, to yeah. different jobs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like the Catholic church. If someone does something bad, they'll just move them to another, another position. You know, it's not right. like his career is ruined. They'll probably find something for him somewhere. You know, like, I think, yeah, that's the worst part about it is like, he'll probably be okay. And yeah. somebody who's that much of a scumbag will like do whatever he has to, you know what I mean? Cause he, he can't live without that, you know, that kind of a person who's used to that. I mean, what are they going to do? Maybe he won't. And maybe he'll be like, Oh, you know, not like, not like he was even the level of Weinstein, but he kind of was, you know, in comedy a little bit, you know, he had a lot of power. No, I mean, that's a star making thing. I mean, that you can't discount that, you know, it was like, it's almost like people who got Montreal, they would actually, a lot of them would at least get auditions for Saturday Night Live, you know, right. and, you know, that, you know, and I remember, I think years ago, I talked to that guy, Pete Holmes once, remember, you know, obviously, yeah, Pete yeah, Holmes, yeah. yeah. And, um, I think he had just come back from JFL and he, you know, he told me that it was like, it wasn't like it was years ago where they were giving sitcoms to people. Yeah. Immediately. But he said, but you get from it at minimum, you get really good representation, which is like almost, almost as good. Right. You, know, you get a huge, you know, still, you got to audition or whatever, but you get this powerful thing behind you. You're going to get some great opportunities. You, It's just you, up to you to fuck them up, really, you know? Yeah, it's you can, but you can, you can also, like, have gone and nothing can happen, too. I oh, mean, I know plenty. <laughs> I know plenty of guys who have gone there years ago, and it's like, yeah, kind of like mean, doing a late night spot on TV. It's cool, you know, and the, right, people, right. people respect it in the community, but not, and there's no guarantees on any of that stuff. Right. And th this business is so chock full of that, of like that old saying of, you know, be, you see the same people on the way down as you saw on the way up. I mean, that is like a true thing. And that's why it's just, it's such like a toxic environment. Like I think a lot of showbiz, but I mean, just a lot of, not even showbiz, but comedy too. Which comedy is just such a small community, you know? Yeah. That's why it's like, yeah, like you're going to run into the same. You see that a lot where like someone will make it really big and, you know, they hate a lot of people because they were shitty to them on the way up. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's an odd. Yeah, like why, why not just be more diplomatic? But I guess that kind of a job will attract someone like that, you know, right? who's going to like want that power. I think in my whole time, I've probably met like two bookers who were like kind of cool. 
and yeah. by hire tie, tie, like club bookers and stuff. Usually um, that the case is that they're maybe new to their job and they don't know what's right. going on. <laughs> I had a, I talked to a couple of bookers of clubs that were new to their job. One person said to me, can you tell me who's funny? And I kind of I kind of laughed a little bit. I'm like, man, you know, maybe you weren't the right. I didn't say it to them, but like you, you weren't the right choice for this job. <laughs> this was like a booker at a club. Yeah, I'm like, you should kind of like, right? Know that maybe that should be like, I don't know what the interview process for a booker right, is. But right. Number one should be, do you know who's funny? You know, and if right. they if that's a no, then maybe they're not. But the thing is, is that you you kind of find out quickly with that. You know, plus if you don't know a lot of comics, you'll find out quickly. You'll find out a lot, you know, once comics know you're a booker, they attack, you know, and then you kind of have to weed through them and find who's the good ones, you know? Yeah, they do attack. Yeah. And I wasn't a good, like, schmoozer guy. Like, well, you, and usually the good ones don't fucking reach out. Like the ones who are, you know, know. they're, it's always the worst ones, right? (laughs) That's what everyone always tells me. And they have a show. They're like, oh, like, it's like they'll they'll mention a specific comedian. Like, that guy hits me up like three times a week. I'm just like, Jesus. But I don't know. I guess, you know, again, I, I met like a guy who booked like the South by Southwest comedy years ago. And he was just like another kind of prick. Um, and it was funny because he was like, oh, Ari Shafir, that guy's always annoying. He won't stop annoying me. And it was like right before Ari kind of broke through, you know. Oh, wow. So, like, it was just funny. He's like, yeah, he just won't stop annoying me. This comedian, Ari Shafir. Uh, actually, Ari is a really good example because he was a guy, like I, I met him in like 2000. We were both kind of started around the same time. And like, um, he for years, like couldn't get anything. Like they, Comedy Central wouldn't put him on and he couldn't get a spot. Like he, for like, I mean, a good 10 or 11 years, you know, he just got passed over. And then the podcast thing just broke it. Yeah. Around 2013, 2013-ish. And like Joe Rogan, like now he's like, he's a perfect example of like, he he went around all the gatekeepers. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's something to be said about that too. Cause like, you don't, if you do everything yourself, you know, maybe there isn't a fall as much because you're just relying on your own shit, you know? Right. You, don't, you know, it's like when they try to cancel some of these comics and maybe they're out of the mainstream. Like, I think uh, Ari Schaefer, like when he lost his agency. Yeah. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because you really can't cancel these guys because they have a huge fan base. And, right. Well, that, And that's a good yeah. thing. It's like he, he built it all on his own. So it's like when they take it away or even though I don't even know, I I think his agent dropped him, but it's like I don't I I don't think they really. Yeah, I mean, I it was like a, it was like the acting agency, but like, the, did you see him in a lot of TV shows? Yeah, no. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't even think he cared. I don't think yeah. he was even like trying to be an actor. Um, but you know, once you're like you know Rogan's best friend and on the show all the time, I mean, you can't really stop that. No, Rogan can stop you, but I don't think Rogan did. So like, what? No, and you know, in the case of what he did was like. That, that was not that bad. And when you'll start looking at other shit, I know it's basically like it's. I'm, it wasn't it was great, stupid. What? But I but mean, it, was, it wasn't like it wasn't even not even close to bad as the thing that the um that Tony Hinchcliffe did. You know? Yeah, I know. I mean, it was bad. It was definitely like not like. But but, but you mean, know what he did? But he did shit. Like he basically said that Kobe Bryant was a rapist. We shouldn't be celebrating it. That was kind yeah, of what, yeah. And, and, <laughs> I mean. I mean and there is a point to be made about that, you know. 
No, and I mean, he he just, it, it was the wrong thing to say. Like, that that was the worst time to say something like that. Like, right. Clearly, people are not going to like that. Um, but I don't know that it really, I think we talked about this before. I think the pandemic kind of saved him a little bit. Cause yeah, it did. And I, 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 you know, I think it was a lot from the black community. I think he misjudged. Um, yeah, yeah. He did. You know, I, I found that out later, too, how big of an icon because I think that's the shit he was getting from the black community. Like he was an icon in that community, you know? Yeah, it was, it was a rough, it was like a rough thing. It didn't. Right. But, but I think sometimes as a white person, you, you don't realize who these icons are, you know, you're like, Oh, you're like, oh, how could everyone like Kobe Bryant? He's kind of like, he was like this spoiled rich kid and he kind of right. got in trouble for rape. So I'm sure people like him, but he's not like, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess he was. Yeah, that rape thing with him, uh, uh, that seems so quaint now. Yeah. This rape thing, like, as, uh, like in comparison to, like, the things that came out about other people, like, that he, like, because I, I don't know what that Kobe Bryant, I've, I've heard rumors about what that rape story was with Kobe Bryant. I don't know if you have, that that it was consensual, but then, like, it became she didn't want to do things or something. Right. Well, that's always that blurry line where it's like right. you have you have to get consent on everything, you know? Right. And that was back when I who knows? I don't know. But, it, but they did do the butt thing, which is like that's always a risky move on a, like a one. Is that stand. like that's a story, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I just feel like you, this is a one night stand. Is that your go to move, right there? <laughs> Seems like that's that's like a yeah, thing you do with your girlfriend few months That's in. Like, yeah, you have like a, a talk about it and right. But also <laughs> you think this is Kobe Bryant who probably like could do whatever he wanted once. Right. Why would that would I wouldn't even know why would you that would even be your first move, you know? Like usually that doesn't that usually happen after you get tired of the front part. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. I mean but, you know someone like him is like I sure he was just banging everyone all the time. I think he <laughs> gets bored of that's the problem is like if you have everything at your disposal, you get bored of it. You know? Right. So you're like, I'll just go straight to for the anal, right? Right. Uh, yeah, that's a rough, that's a that's a bold move. Is, if you would you ever do like if you imagine the girl's experience, no. just for a regular guy, if you try that on a first date, like no, I wouldn't do like, that. What the fuck I, are you I, doing? I had someone <laughs> ask me to do that once on a first date, and I was like, What? Like I would <laughs> I didn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it goes the other way. Like, why would you? I mean, why are you even asking this? You know? Yeah, no, that was a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> that was um. Is that, was someone like, in yeah, the room with you right now? What? Someone in the room with you right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's a good thing to end on. Yeah. So, Ellie, to be rate and uh, rate and review and subscribe and uh, please join our Patreon. We we're we're killing it on Patreon. Um, you can get uh, bonus uh, episodes and um, there's a Jim Gaffigan episode. Actually, we, I think there's going to be a few other celebrity interviews coming out soon. Oh, nice, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> no, I mean I have a few in the, in the that I I just haven't put up yet. You know, so all right, cool. Bonus content. What's up? Bonus, Bonus content. Con yeah. Yeah. So watch out for that stuff. And I mean, like, and I'm not like, like people who are like big comedians. I'm not like lying. Right. You got that interview. Like, there's with an, also, there's a Patreon tier where 
if you give a certain amount a month, you get to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> the chance to meet me. <laughs> what about right. Jeff, Jeff Singer? Can you meet him? We got to get him on the pod. <laughs> I think he's probably available now. He'd probably return my calls now. He's one of those guys. I'm sure if I ran into him again, he'd be like, hey, what's up, man? You want to audition for this new festival I'm booking? The, uh, the Toilet Festival? <laughs> the Hohokus New Jersey Festival? Yeah, I just started a festival in my room. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. Too bad, pal. Yeah. That's what you get from me. It took a while, but. His karma for being mean to me finally caught up to him. <laughs> I told well, him it would. I think it happened with a lot of, there's a lot of karma there with the other comics too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's the problem with this whole cancel culture. I was like, we need to stop this. But it's like every now and then it happens to people that everyone's like, uh, but all right, this one was <laughs> can we just limit it to people I hate? Yeah, that's true. It works sometimes. Yeah. All right. All right, that's it. We'll see you next time. Thanks.